Yeah. So um, with um, one of the the F1 triple header in 2018, um, I can't remember which which races it was. I think it was France, Britain, and Austria. Possibly, I'm not sure. Can't remember. But I, I know someone who was travelling to all of these races, and I think Le Mans was around um, that time as well. And because of this, they were living out of their suitcases for like a month straight and weren't home. And yeah, they're very, very tiring in all the different time zones. Well, if it's European, it's fair enough, isn't it? But yeah. it's a question of when do you like, when do you cut it off really? <laughs> it's, it's too demanding at times. That's the issue. Too demanding. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm. <clears throat> yes, it is. It's, um, yeah, the human human impact must be massive. It's just, yeah, yeah. There, there's going to be a point where the teams surely must say, nah, no yeah. more." I mean, you'd like to think so, but it's. Uh, it, I don't know. And then you've got Liberty Media turning around. I think it was last year, and they, they were saying, "Oh yeah, well, you know, we we could go up to twenty five races." No. If additional races had, you know, value to the calendar, well, like the Russian Grand Prix, that brings value. God, have you seen the Russian Grand Prix? No. No, exactly. I've put it on. I don't think I've ever seen one. I'm not going to lie. I've never made it past like lap six. Been asleep. Yeah. Oh, Is it on. basically Paul Ricard again? Oh, God. The French Grand Prix last year. I can't even what remember a, it. What a snooze. Neither. It was well, all, all you remember, <clears throat> all you remember, is those painted lines. Exactly, you know. Summarize Paul Ricard in three words: uh, red, white, and blue. Great. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, that's it. it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's literally Paul Ricard. It's it's not even a good yeah. circuit. No, just, just stick some gravel on it, maybe. But nah, <laughs> put a sprinkler. <laughs> yeah, get get the sprinklers out and <clears throat> make Bernie happy. Get Bernie redesign it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bring Bernie in. He'll stick the sprinklers in. You know, we'll get some gravel <laughs> traps and some more sausage curbs, and I don't know. Um, Reset. Give it a banked corner. That'd be exciting. Um, this is it. We should be in charge of the whole redesign of Paul Ricard. You know, let, let's just like level it. <laughs> Just totally yeah, I, I mean, some of these tracks that are that are done by these these famous designers, like <laughs> just, I mean, it's the same tricks over and over again, uh-huh. and the cars are the cars are too fast for those now. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, it's, um... it's yeah, the cars are too fast, too aerodynamic. They just some of the corners are not even corners anymore. Exactly. It's just oh, it's, oh no! It's just like oh yeah. What are you doing? Oh, I'm just I'm just accelerating through this um, this hairpin. Yeah. You what? <laughs> it's yeah, insane. Yeah. Even even in Formula E now, you're like they they'll you know go around the circuit and they're like yeah, thirteen corners, you know, blah blah blah, and you're like that's like five corners, mate. Exactly. My favorite one for that is uh, Santiago, where turn eight is the constant radius one. Oh yeah, that is turn eight right there. Is it? Because mm. it's flat. <laughs> it's just, yeah. It's, just, it's a long kink. <laughs> you can't deem some of these things corners. No. Going, going back to Russia again, there's, there's a kink that's designated, designated as a corner. Ah. 
really? You sure about that? Because don't see anyone moving their steering wheel for it. Hmm. Let's just slap a big old chicane and pull Ricard. That'll sort it out. Precisely. I mean, here's <laughs> I was talking to um, where who was it? I was talking to um Arthur Leclerc recently, and um, oh yeah, and what was it? We were talking about uh, his coming incoming like um uh, I think he's doing Euro F three. Or the, the mm-hmm. equivalent of Euro F3 now. And um, I'm like, oh, where's the first race? And he goes, oh, it's Paul Ricard. That was an awful accent. That was horrible. He goes, it's Paul Ricard. Paul Ricard. Um, wow. Uh, Paul Ricard. And I went, oh, that, that good circuit. I just realized what I just said. And I'm like, no, it's appalling. Just no. <laughs> Rubbish. And he's like, oh, we, we, no, <laughs> he wasn't. And I'm like, the thing is with Paul Ricard, it's too wide. I mean, some tracks are too narrow. We'll probably see with this with a Dutch Grand Prix this year. I mean, oh, it's very, very tight and twisty. A lot of F1 drivers have said, not looking forward to trying to overtake there. And then you've got tracks like Paul Ricard. They're so flaming wide. You can't do anything with them. And I mean, well, the track layout helps, doesn't it? But, uh, no, it's yeah. getting it's getting me upset. <laughs> just thinking about it. We want more Singapore and more Silverstone. Precisely, it just s- some properly good tracks. I mean, Vietnam looks quite good, but the yeah, thing it is, it's like people have run out of inspiration. Even then, looking at some of the circuits, right? I think it's Herman Tilke or Tilke Tilke or whatever you want to call him, Herman Warboy Herman. Um, and Herman's been designing these tracks, and the tracks that he's designed recently are like greatest hits uh, compilations. <laughs> you know, the, oh, the best of. I mean, look at Kota. What is it? Yeah. Blend of Silverstone, Turkey, and another track. I think it's the, um, the Hockenheim. And Which then, is, to be fair, yeah. Hockenheim's all right. Hockenheim is a good track. Yeah. And then what, what was the other one? It was um, for Vietnam, it's a blend of. Monaco, Nürburgring, there was another track as well, Suzuka, and there was one more. It might be Turkey again, I'm not sure. I think I think Herman Turkey likes Turkey. Yeah, he must do. And not just for Christmas. <laughs> not just for Christmas. And, and not uh... just for Christmas. <laughs> What's the what's uh oh Thanksgiving? They have to turkey at Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, don't they? That's the one, yeah, yeah. The Thanksgiving turkey, yeah. yes. To Herman Turkey yep. is the Thanksgiving turkey. Yeah, we um, um yeah. we in New Zealand don't don't um I mean we most of our I mean with Halloween and everything yeah we've picked up on that but Thanksgivings never come over here so yeah it's no excuse to eat turkey. We we don't really do that at all. I mean, I had an American friend. I still do. Um, didn't go anywhere. Um, and when like a, this, a friend or a, a a friend? Just just a friend. Um, oh, okay, yeah. Oh, oh, oh no, uh, just a friend. And um, oh, friend. No. <laughs> um, have you seen the in between? <laughs> Yes, I love yeah. Greg Davies. Yeah, yeah you, okay, I, I thought. Do you, <laughs> does anyone understand what I've just done? Um, oh, yeah, oh. I hope so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so no, I went to, went to their uh, house, a big social gathering to celebrate Thanksgiving, and I had a great, 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 great turkey. But I mean, I haven't done it regularly because I'm not an American. But 
well, the last time I checked anyway, um, we are getting global. And yeah, mm. I mean, it was good. But the thing is, I mean, I obviously I respect the idea of Thanksgiving, but I'm more concerned about calories because it's right before Christmas. You mean I'm going to yeah. be delving mm. into another turkey for Christmas? And then I'm going to be living with that turkey well into the new year. You know, turkey curry, turkey sandwiches, turkey pie, you know, everything. So, the hell, put it in the cake. I don't know. Just (laughs) put it in the cake. Yeah, New New Year's cake. What's in it? Turkey. Okay, great. Fantastic. Yeah, we'll use that up. Mm. Yeah, just use that. My parents have the same thing with a ham. Oh, yes. Like, they always buy a massive ham and uh-huh. overestimate <laughs> how yeah, long it's going to take to eat. The thing. It's always just like, oh, I'll get a few more. Oh, well, look at this. Look at oh, what we're going to do with this. I'll just put it in the bread. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. It's uh, <laughs> you, you got like chicken, turkey, ham, lamb, because... There's a lot of lot of sheep in New Zealand, so why not? Yeah. Um, you know, and and it's just end of the day, you're like, oh, well, this isn't going to fit in the fridge. Ooh. Oh no, <laughs> that sounds like that sounds like a great feast, mate. I'm not going to lie, it's a heck of a yeah. feast. It it is like yeah, Christmas is massive. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we just have our. Um, do you have Brussels sprouts with your meal? Oh, the odd time? Not really. No, they're, they're awful, aren't they? Don't like Brussels sprouts. Uh, they're okay. They're, they're not, right. not as magical as people seem to think. I was, I was talking to someone recently, and they um they had co- uh, well they had Brussels sprouts for dinner, um, yeah. as in their evening meal. Um, and I'm just thinking, wow, you can buy them all year round. <laughs> they're that seasonal. So. Um, yeah, they well, it's like a lot of things actually because you just get them from you know, it's completely opposite time of the year in England. So yeah. you just get them from over there, you know. Yeah, it's the same true. with apples yeah. and other things, like you just get them all year round. What I what I'm starting to realise is Brussels sprouts are like Christmas music. You mean? They may only yeah. be seasonal. But they are available all year round. You know, if, if you want to listen to Christmas Time by the Darkness in August, knock yourself out. Not many other people will. And Brussels sprouts are like that. They're a festive, yeah. a festive food. But if you want to have them in March, be my guest. Yeah. And what about yams? Are they sort of in the same yams. sort of bracket? Yeah, I'm going to Google this. Uh, what is a yam? Um, um, what? What is a yam? It's a, De- it's a sweet yam. potato. It's a sweet potato thing. Is it? One minute. Let me. Um, Do you not know what a yam is? is? Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm from the northeast of England. We don't have much up there. Uh, <laughs> um, Do you have potatoes? No, I'm just joking. Yeah, um, it's a plant. Thanksgiving yams. Yeah, I've never. Mm. This is. I've heard of it, but wow. Yeah, I'm a common yeah, they're really good. So if you ever get the chance, I, I got to get more yams it. in my life. You do. Everyone, get more yams in your life. Get more yams. Go and go and up. seek them out. Go and yeah. seek them out at the local um, yamery Tesco's. Yeah. 
your local uh, help me out here. I'm not from, I'm not um, based in England. What your else local do you have? Pasco, your Sainsbury, your Aldi, your little your local your, Harrods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> your local your local waitros <laughs> on your your Marks and Spencer's foods. Um, what else is excellent? There? Yep, I think that's it. Go to Asda. <laughs> yeah, your local Aldi. Get yeah. in there. Yeah, get yourself in and get some yams. I'm going to do that tomorrow. I need to do my shopping. So, hey. Yeah. Just got some fish cakes left. Be sad. Oh, they're pretty good. Ah, they're very good. They're, what are the chili and chorizo, so. Oh, yeah. They're out there. They're, they're progressive fish cakes. They're not what you'd traditionally expect. <laughs> <laughs> they're a bit left field. <laughs> We are calling this progressive fish cakes. Progressive, progressive fish cakes. That's the episode name. Episode number forty-one. Progressive fish oh. cakes and Paul Ricard uh, and the pro- progressive fish cakes. Paul Ricard, progressive fish cakes. Yeah, that, that's it. Mm. That's it. That is that is the title. That's it. Sounds like a really rubbish album. It does. Yeah, Paul Ricard and pro- progressive fish cakes. Uh, featuring yams. <laughs> yes, go and buy yams, people. Yes, buy, buy your yams. I've never had a yam, not going to lie. <laughs> that is poor form. That is poor form. I feel like Roman <clears throat> Groschon. Oh, brutal. So oh, poor form, mark. it's Groschon. <laughs> no. Well, no, that's, to be fair, that's it's not, not poor form because we know that Groschon's fast. Yeah. See, with Mar, yeah. it's not poor form, it's consistency. Yeah, he's just not up to snuff. Yes, facts, yes. And it's sad, but he just, I mean, I was, you know, friend of the show, Tom Dillman. Yeah. Whether whether he's a friend or not of the show, I'm claiming it now anyway, he's a great guy. Um, he is, legend. From all of the conversations on Twitter that we've had, you know, seems like a great guy. Um, he was in a piece, I can't remember who it was by, looking for a drive. Yeah. And I can't believe that uh, he got replaced. What I would, and, and this is this is a spicy take that might not make it into the final edit. Yes. Why don't Venturi put him back in? See, this is, this is the thing, because... What when you when Tom, well, Tom Dillman made his Formula E debut in season three with Venturi, he replaced well, stood in for either Stefan Sarazan or Mauro Engel uh, the first time round, but he did step in for both, and he yep. only did a handful of races. And in season four, he was flaming brilliant. I mean, he first time he drove the car in was in Berlin. He almost got in the top ten. I mean, his driving mm. was fantastic. And then in New York, he came fourth. And I know Susie yeah. Wolf. Um, Susie Wolf, I think there was an interview after the season four New York Epre, and she was like, "Yeah, we definitely consider getting Tom in at some point, but we have our mm-hmm. drivers for the foreseeable future." Yeah, and, I mean, regardless of who he drives for, Tom Dillman deserves a seat, quite honestly, because the the, the one at Neo wasn't representative at all, um, and he had so much. No. Uh, the car was awful. Yeah, he's a very, very underrated driver, and he's a very talented driver. And I honestly don't know what he's racing in right now. I know, I know he was testing for Trident in Formula Two. Because uh, yeah, I, I saw yeah. Um, Sergei Sorokin there as well. I was yeah. like, oh, standing in. Uh, yeah, yeah it's, um, so. 
don't know. I don't know what he's going to do because Barry Collars aren't in Weck anymore. He's not in no. Formula E anymore. Uh, Tom. Yeah, Tom, if you're listening, we uh, we will get you a seat somewhere. Uh, we know a we know a esports team that needs. We, we do know an esports team. Um, you know, if if you fancy something a bit different from the comfort of your own home. Uh, well, yeah, it'd be a big um, signing, wouldn't it, Tom Dillman? Oh, it would. I mean, when when Max Orlando does one of those races, people are just. Yeah. You know, I mean, if Tom Dillman w- was like, you know what, it's why not? <laughs> then I'm sure that thousands of people would be like, oh, crikey, okay, well, we're going to tune into this, and I would tune into it. You know, it'd be, it'd be brilliant. Tom Dillman should start a YouTube channel. This is the should. We, we should go to driver management next. You know, circuit designers and driver managers. Can you imagine Tom Dillman's YouTube channel? We can call it Tom Dillman, Dillman Vlogs, um, Mid-Morning Matters with Tom Dillman, or um, <laughs> something like that. Uh, it would be great. Um, I'd watch you that. You could get, yeah. Hmm. What's or he Dill? could be a racing driver. Dill is a herb, so Dill. we um, could do something. Tom yeah. D- Dill. Yeah. Um, and then special guest dill bag, double dill. dill. Yes, double dill. Double down on the double dill. <clears throat> um, dill, dill. Anyway, and yes, yeah, yeah. And cooking with Tom Dillman and Dillbag Gill. Oh, oh my God! There's there's too much Gill and Dill here. It's oh, oh it's happening. <laughs> Dillman and Gill, Gill and Dill. Mahindra need to sign them. That that's the conclusion of this conversation. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, their well, their two drivers actually are doing very well, and unless Verline mm. goes somewhere, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, unfortunately, I think you're right. Um, yeah, because both of those drivers, you know, to get through the field and precisely, it, it, they are they are really settled in that team. I feel like. Mm, they are uh, they're reliable. Um, I don't think Verline will be going anywhere soon unless Mahindra's struggles continue, um, which they will. Uh, <laughs> um, I love that you is, put that in there. <laughs> yeah, but where would he even go? To think, as for D'Ambrosio, I don't. I can't see D'Ambrosio leaving unless he's pushed. And I don't. No, D'Ambrosio's. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, I think D'Ambrosio wants that to be his team. Surely. Yeah. Yeah. I think. I mean, the thing is, once you're in Mahindra, why would you even try to leave? Because you know fine well, like, even if they have a rough patch, Mahindra is a team that will bounce back. Um, yeah. And yeah, they'll, I mean, if they do struggle, they'll be good at the start of the next season. And at least yeah. you're in a car that can win races at the start yeah, of the season. Exactly. That's the thing, you know, it's it's pointless, Dan Bros. You're going, oh, I'm sick to death. I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave. Where are you going to go? Neo. What? Audi? <laughs> well, I mean, they haven't been... Yeah. Well, yeah. this is the thing. With Daniel Apt, you know, he hasn't been great this year, is he? No. I oh, I feel for the lad because he seems like such a nice guy and, uh-huh. and um, oh, Romy yeah. pre-cancelled. Oh, no. Mahindra. Mm. New statement. Oh. Yeah. That is... 
Uh, it yeah. Um, um, yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But yes, um, apt is is unlucky. And absolutely unlucky. It it sort of it sort of feels like he's resigned to the fact that it might be his last season. You yeah. sort of see the body language and, and obviously there was a, a crash yeah. uh, in Mexico, but yeah, it it just nothing is coming together for that lad right now and I mean Muller Probably not going to get the drive on current form. That's the thing. Um, you know, Hartley probably not going to get Johnny's drive on current form. So, I mean, it is open for some new people and maybe Tom to come in. You never know. You never know. Uh, you know, I thought, hey, Maro Engel, do you think he could be back as well? Oh, you know, Engel. I'd love to see Maro Engel somewhere. The thing is, he's a Mercedes yeah. back driver, isn't he? Sticking back in Adventure. Well, that's the thing. Masses, that gap is continuing to grow. We talked about it in a few, in a few podcasts that yeah. you know you don't really want Mortara to get too many more points because it's starting to look really bad. Mm, that's the thing. It's tricky. And, yeah. See, the thing is, the, there's a lot of drivers that deserve to be in Formula E but aren't. Well, Nick Cassidy. Yeah, precisely. Nick well, Cassidy. What a lap from that man. Oh God, he's new lap record. So. Hmm. And the thing is, Nick Cassidy is a driver who should be doing more. Um, he just hasn't been given the chance yet. Like to win uh, Super Formula yeah. is such a hard championship. It is such a hard And Super GT. Not yeah, this season, but last GT, season. Yeah. And they're both... The, and the, the circuits in Japan are really tricky. You've got Sugo, uh, Autopolis, uh, Fuji, Suzuka, the Okuyama. They're, they're hard tracks. And... You're, you're racing against, a, you know, the majority of the field is Japanese. These are the guys who've been racing on these tracks since they were, like, to- toddling, toddling around, I don't know. Um, you know, they're, they're, they know these tracks at the back of the hand. So to come into this championship and win it, it, you know, it says a lot. It says a lot. And bearing in mind, Stoffel van Dorn couldn't win it. Gasly didn't win it. Cassidy no, Gasly Gasly could have won it. Um, I think the race the, was cancelled. There was yeah. a tsunami or something that sort of screwed him. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. The final yeah, so race he, was cancelled. Yeah, yeah, so we'll say that he should have maybe. Yeah, could have. But yeah, didn't come. He could have. Wasn't yeah. given the opportunity to. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. Nick Cassidy is Pierre Gasly or on level peggings too. <laughs> Yeah, no, Nick Cassidy, I think they should really. Ca- I mean, Cassidy and Delman, that'd be a great lineup. You know, it one of the teams be. just goes, you know what, screw it. We're going to get Cassidy in because he was rapid for a virgin. Mm. And um, who else? Who else is. Uh, oh, yeah, that fella Tom Delman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, also, uh, I just got a, a message. Well, I didn't get a message. It's on Facebook. Uh, Jaguar Racing. Now is your chance to be Panasonic Jaguar Racing Team Director. So, don't know what's happened to James Barkley. Uh, In the new Motorsport Manager app, recruit drivers, assemble your team, develop your Jaguar iType 4, and plan race strategy on your way to the ABB Formula E glory. Oh, wow. Available now on iOS and Android. And I'm downloading it. That's exciting. That'll be good fun. Yeah. So, I'm going to play that. I might do like a road to glory with Neo, but there won't be any glory on it. 
can't even win on the game. <laughs> yeah, can't, can't even win in, in, in like virtual reality. Just yeah. Oh, first, what, oh, what's Neo. the first thing I'd do? Um, probably replace Ma. Um, um yeah, Turvy's good, but Turvey I would, good, yeah. I would basically just be like, nope, Mitch, Mitch, I'm stealing him from Jaguar. Yeah, straight well, away. Yeah, first thing. Yeah, I mean, because yeah. he's. He's probably not worth as much as someone like Degrassi. Surely he's probably not on as much as Degrassi or Vern or one of those drivers. So save a bit of money as well. Get uh-huh. Mitch. Yeah. Save, well, not save Mitch Evans. Steal Mitch Evans. Rob him from Jaguar. I'll tell you what, did you play the Formula E predictor last race? No, I didn't. No. Oh. Never mind. Did you I get any points? points? I did. Oh, nice. Hey. Um,. I picked the correct winner, and that's it. Oh, good um, on you. You know, I, I, I remember saying, you know, I put my prediction in, I think it's a good one. I didn't change it, but I tried to, and I didn't. Um, mm. But I had DaCosta for the win, which happened. I had Sam yes. Bird for pull, which didn't happen. Um, What else did I have? I had Sims for fastest lap, which didn't happen. Um. Mm. Jani for attack mode and Mar to come last. So maybe I did get points on Mar. Did he come last? Probably. Uh, did he finish? I think he must have. Yeah, I think he finished. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. did. He probably last. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen there. It's well, we've got six weeks for the for the teams to think about it. So. Yeah, I mean to be fair, Maybe. I think all of all of the freight is getting held in um, Valencia, so we might see a race at the Ricardo Tomo Circuit, huh? The first oh, that'd be nice. Like, yeah, it'd be good on a permanent venue. It'd be different. just uh, an extra testing open to the public. You know, that, something like that would be awesome. Yeah, exactly. Just like yeah, just in se- another in season test. Yeah, why not? Yeah, that'd be good. You know, all teams. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Give more people the shot to drive. Yeah. That's a good idea, actually. Yeah. Formula E, if you're listening, we've sorted your problem. Testing. Yeah, we are available for consultancy. Yes. Um, yeah. We'll, we'll travel. No, I'm just joking. I won't travel at the moment, but... Um, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'm grounded. No. Um, next year. <laughs> yes, Formula E. If you want consultancy for season set, season seven starts this year. Um, for season seven point five, yeah, yeah, available. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and that's track design, driver management, YouTube shows, James Barkley, the whole shebang. Yeah, maybe we could be your new. Uh, what was that? What was that YouTube show? Um, Formula, um, the Formula, Formula E voltage, e. Yeah, yeah, or it could be the new Formula E voltage yes. season two, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, you just need to buy me a studio, yes, and we'll do the rest, it'll be great. We can be like the new Lawrence McKenna and Becky Evans, um, sure, whatever they are, yep, yeah. Did you watch Formula E voltage? No, oh, it was awful. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm glad I didn't bother then. Yeah, I watched uh, all, th- all three or four, and I was just thinking, nah. See so, ya. Yeah. 
It's just a bit. It's a firm no yeah. from me. The, there's, you know, I, I sort of felt like that was something that was for new fans, whereas yeah. I'm already looking at the news and you know talking about it, and I feel like I know enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, from yeah. constantly talking about it for. 20 something episodes at that point I, I'm mm. s- yeah I sort of I sort of know what's going on guys so I don't I need it I mean it was a good idea but even though it didn't give fans the chance to absorb in Formula E because half the time it was just two YouTubers just pissing about on the uh, <laughs> on the sofa so yeah um, in other good news we have got uh, a few more uh, reviews Hey, that's good. Um, star ratings on Podchaser. So thank you, Ernest Lappins. Yes, thank that's you. Really good. That is yep. good. Going. I see the uh, the push for reviews really pushed reviews. So yes, yeah, we we're getting a few more, which is good. Yeah, I'm very very happy. Yes, that's good. That's good to hear. That is good to hear. You know what we should we should do like a quick fire questions uh, podcast where yeah. we answer quick fire. Like, you mean the like, best Formula E driver in history? Bang, go! It's got to be Vern, isn't it? Vern, there we go. See, he's won the most titles. So yeah, exactly, him, go he's go the him. best de facto. It yeah. makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was easy. Like a quiz. Here's something for you. Mm. Did you know this? In the history of Formula E, two drivers, only two drivers, have finished inside the top ten in every race in a season. Can you name them? Stefan Sarazan or it's gotta be Vern, isn't it? What actually happened was probably one of them's Degrassi. Ooh. Inside the top ten. Inside the top ten and all in every race in one season. I'm not it's gotta be one of Buemi's dominant seasons. So you're saying Buemi and Degrassi. Yeah. Neither. Okay, hold on. Uh every, did they finish the whole season? They finished the entire season, yes. Okay. It's probably someone like Stefan Sarazan or um, Maro Engel or Mortara. Stefan Sarazan is one of them. Hey. That um, is right. Season two. Okay. The good thing about podcasts is all of the silence can be edited out. Exactly. It'll make me look like a god. Uh-huh, like, bang. <laughs> Stefan Sarazan. <laughs> Bosh. <laughs> I'm going to do that. <laughs> uh, edit at the Buemi and Degrassi. <laughs> yeah. Uh. <laughs> the editing should be so blatant as well. Stemmer's all right. Cut. Other one. I was going to And then what actually happened was, and then add the rest of it in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Conversational. Huh. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with, so it's not Mortara or Engel. No. No. Okay. Um, Sarah Zan. Uh, is, um, is Sam Bird one of them? No. You're close now. You're quite close. Ah, oh, Robin Frines. No. 
Oh, he's too yeah, he's too unlucky for that. No, no. Not sure. Who is it? Vern. Yeah. There you go. Season four. <sighs> yeah, sure. That's quite good. Stefan Sarazan. I guess he was so this was season two when he was actually in the Cheetah. Yeah, he was in the Venturi. Oh, yeah, Venturi. Yeah. And then he moved to yeah, because he did two seasons, well, two and a half with Venturi, and then went to Tachita and got two podiums with them, I think. Then got replaced yes, by yeah. Opera. Yeah. 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 Hmm. yeah. The first ever Formula E race I watched was um, the race, I think it was him and it was the Paris E Prix in season three. I don't know if that was his first race for Tachita or, la- or his last for Venturi, but Tom Dillman was, was in one of the cars. I think it might have been in place of Engel. I'm not sure. Hmm. My next, my next remember. pick was um, Heidfeld, but yeah, yeah, obviously. that's a good shout, actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah. No, Vern. I. Yep. It, it makes sense. Yeah. 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 So. Cool. Nice. Good trivia. Yeah, good. Random, but you know, pointless questions. If I'm ever in a pub quiz and that comes up. Sort of. I actually, I have just started watching Pointless. Oh, Pointless is a good show. It is a really good show. Yeah. I love it when they have comedians on. Yes. Yeah, like Nish Kumar and, uh-huh. uh, well, yeah, Greg Davies and, and guys like that. Just yeah. so good. So good. Ed Gamble. Just, yeah, they're just great. Yeah, I like Pointless. It's um, it's insightful to really pointless information, Um, yeah, which is always well, good. Uh, well, I mean, some of it's yeah. interesting, yeah. Well, it's sort of like, yeah, I know more than a hundred other people. Well, yeah, that is true. Oh, God, that's, I've never looked at it that way. They would, have you, um, there's a TV show. Uh, have you heard of a show called Eggheads? Yeah, I have, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love Eggheads. It's, um, it's great. I like to think that I'm um, really uh, sharp when it comes to quizzing. And in fact, I'm absolutely hopeless, <laughs> um, you know, because these eggheads are great. And it, it's like, oh, you know, oh, film and literature and art and yeah. science, uh, all, all, you know, round, round table of all the topics. And, um, you know, it, it's a good, good little challenge is that trying to beat the eggheads. And, you know, I have before. Same with university challenge. If you get one right in university challenge, you feel like, um, you know, Einstein. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not very good with a lot of film and stuff that's right older. Um, yeah. um yeah, but there was um, there was a quiz. Uh, where was it? It was a pub quiz when I was in Central Otago, um, and I just played with um, in a team with brother and sister-in-law and. Mm. My wife was there as well, and um, we would have done really well. We chose the wrong, the wrong category to get double points in, and that right. sort of screwed us. Should have been geography, which, I, yeah, it was um, one of the sort of overarching. You got this. Um, it was a, a question that if you get it right after only the end of round one, uh-huh. then you get ten points, and it just you know kept going down Uh Um, and I thought about it um, 
and it was talking about like stage shows. But the thing that tipped me off on it was that it was in a video game. And I was like... Stage shows in a video game? Like, huh, okay. Because they said it was in Kingdom Hearts. And I thought, oh, this is this is like, has there been a Tarzan stage show or something? And But the answer, and I got it after round two, because they said it was in Kingdom Hearts, and it was a kid that never aged. And I was oh, like, ah, Peter Pan. Peter yeah. yeah. And I, I felt like I was the only one that got it by then. I was like, oh, I feel so awesome right now. <laughs> oh, oh, that's good. Oh, that's quite a good way to do a quiz, actually. We um, yeah. when when I used to live in Oxford, we had a pub quiz every Wednesday, and um, we were hopeless at this flaming quiz. Our team name was uh, Dale Winton's Avengers, um, who was a famous TV presenter in the UK and um, absolute legend. And um, we would enter the same team every week. Um, well, there was three of us, and usually one of one of them, uh, Adam, if you're listening, this is about you. Um, <laughs> Adam would never, never be able to make it. So it was me and my, my mate Michael. If you're listening, probably not. Um, shout out, and yeah, Dale Winton's Avengers, and you know we we would turn up every week. And when it was at, without Adam, we changed our name. So it was Dale Winton's Avengers minus one, or Dale Winton's Avengers the third, and then. Dale Winton presented this show called Hole in the Wall. Um, so it was Dale Winton's Avengers, Hole in the Wall. And this this show's great if you haven't seen it. You jump through a hole in a wall, and if you fail, you fall into a swimming pool. It's great. Uh, not not, not in, on anymore, though. And anyway, we're sat in this pub, and, you know, Dale Winton's Avengers, Hole in the Wall. Um, and then this, we're sat there, and then this American guy comes up to us. He goes... Hey guys, how are you today? That was awful. If you're in America, sorry. Um, nah, that was pretty accurate. <laughs> how are you today? And we're like, good, thank you. How are you? He goes, I'm great, great, great. Yeah, yeah, amazing. Yeah. Can I join your quiz team? Um, knock yourself out, mate. Come along. He sits down. And he goes, what are your guys' names? I'm like, oh, I'm Chris. This is Michael. He's like, what's yours? He goes, oh, my name's Adam. Like, oh, great, this is fantastic, you know. Dale Winton's Avengers, hole in the wall, plugged by Adam. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> and Adam comes along, mm-hmm. and we're doing this quiz, and we're doing all these answers. You know, it's, oh, great, bang, bang, bang. It's going very, very well. And it gets to the point of the results. And in last place, we have such and such. In ninth, such and such. In eighth such and such and we get to the top five fifth place gets announced it's not us fourth place gets announced it's not us and we're thinking oh my god we're on the podium we're on the podium this is great we've never done so well oh yeah third not us second not us and then it was no it was a joint first thing so we were tied on points and it was a tiebreaker so there was no second place sadly um and we had a, a question about the BBC and um we both put exactly the same date in June apart from the year and we bloody lost and we won a bottle of wine instead uh but we got a podium runners up it's pretty yeah, good though it was good drank that and um while watching the final episode of Game of Thrones. 
That's the disappointment. <laughs> well, that episode was pretty disappointing, so yeah, fair call. Yeah, yeah. entire thing, never mind. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Oh. Sad times. It was It was very upsetting, yeah. Mm. Still a nice bottle of wine. Good. Yeah. Excellent. Went down a treat that did in the at one o'clock in the morning. So Oh. I was I was gonna say who are you day drinking or something? Day drinking oh god, no. Dead <laughs> risky game. Now all in all in one, go to bed, sleep it off. Right. <laughs> Smart <right>. man. <laughs> good, good. Yeah. Well, this has been a very uh Unformal episode of Regen. Yeah, very, very uh, I'm, I'm sure that this will come out as just a, an interesting uh, side release um, at some point. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. Goodbye.